But I have a conspiracy theory that there was a cut petty kiss in this episode. Oh my god, and, do tell. Um, Sabrina. Any this backwards? See what I did there? Honestly, the pure switch from our chaoticness before we started recording to us recording me versus how I'm on the sales floor versus my customer service voice. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. You guys don't even know what we were just talking about, and you never will. Um, so bringing it into the topic of this podcast, a children's television show from the early 2010s called House of Anubis. Today, we are recapping House of Sabotage slash, slash House of Nine Lives. So um, I guess for some housekeeping, I know at one point we had said we were going to release two episodes in November and none, of, none in December. So um, surprise, besties. You've got none in November and we're going to try to give you two in December. Just bear with we us until we record it. I haven't edited it. I'm yeah. hopefully well by the time you're listening to this one, you have heard the other one. It, yeah, so. because we have to post the other one before that, which leads us to our December birthdays. So, um, a happy birthday to our actually, I, I Brenna is our fearless leader. I don't know if you guys know this. Like, we're all we're we're a squad, but Brenna's like the like the leader of our squad, and her birthday is on December fourth. So happy birthday to our fearless leader. We love you. 27 years old. I have no money and no prospects. I'm already a burden to my parents and I'm frightened. Um, Happy birthday to Sarah Paul, a.k.a. Mrs. Valentine. Her birthday is December 17th. A happy birthday to our lovely co-host, Laura, whose birthday is December 20th. A happy birthday to Tazy, a.k.a. Mara, whose birthday is December 22nd. So, in cast news, not birthdays anymore, I messed up the notes, Eugene Simon, aka Jerome, is, I guess, in a new movie called The Fence, and he was tweeting about a Kickstarter today, so if you want to go support his film's Kickstarter, I'm sure he would appreciate it, and then hopefully the film will eventually come out, and we can all watch it. And then the other thing, I guess this isn't really cast news anymore, because we've already discussed it, but... Technic Boom is out on Netflix, which stars our lovely Ali Ship, aka KT. And I watched it last weekend and I thought it was fantastic. She did a great job. She it's like very wild seeing her as the main character with all of these like stars. And because I'm like, she's my little or she's the actress from my little Nickelodeon show. Like, what are you doing here? But I thought it was really good, especially if you're a theater kid, you will enjoy it. So go check it out. That includes you, Laura and Emily. I fully intend to actually watch that. Unlike there's someone inside your house that I only watch like five minutes of. Yeah, I if you couldn't do there's someone baseball. inside your house, exactly, you will be able to make it through this. Like, I'm excited to watch it. I just... Our bestie, Emma Lori, keeps hyping it up. She's not our bestie. She's the book host bestie. By the way, scream the book host if you want more co- consistent content, because we ain't giving it to yeah, you folks. Yeah, uh, because they're actually uh, posting consistent content. They were my number one podcast, but my own podcast was my number number two podcast, because I'm very cool. Mine was also my number two podcast. And also, thank you to everyone who tagged us in their Spotify wrapped, especially the people who we were your number one. That always makes me so happy, and it's going to motivate us to post more consistently next year so thank you i was not a fake fan of our own podcast and our podcast was my number one i'm a real fan i guess i'm just more of a real fan of the book host but also i just stream more hours with them because we haven't posted an episode of the i also kind of re i kind of i re-listened to the 
Alex and Bobby episode and the Brad episode when I'm sad a lot. So I think that kind of um, gave us the edge. Um, also, as I I don't know if I've said it before, and the book hosts, like, cover your ears for 30 seconds. As much as I love them, I cannot follow their content as consistently because it doesn't always apply to my interests. See, I like to read, so I'm always That's simply fair. vibing. Um, we now have number five also on the podcast Friendship Networks, the songs that send us our other besties. Oh, yes. The songs that send us slaps. And my number three was Office Ladies, and number four was Bachelor People. My number one was Girls Gotta Eat, which is fair, because they're my favorite ladies, and they're my podcast inspiration, and I accidentally mimic them a lot, and it's fine. So so my number one podcast was ours. My number two podcast was 36 Questions, the podcast musical, which I've only listened to once. Shows you how often I use Spotify. Number three mm-hmm. is The Book Host. Number four is the Teen Wolf Rewolf podcast, and number five is Time Has Come by Graham Wardle, and I only listened to two episodes of his podcast. So again, I don't use Spotify. Should we tell them what episode this is? I thought I did. It's how, uh, so the episode we are recapping today is House of Sabotage slash, slash House of Nine Lives, which is episode thirty-five, right? I don't even know anymore. I think so. Sure. So we're getting we're we're almost to the finale. There's forty-five, right? Yes. Oh, incredible. Honestly, I feel like we could have hit the finale in January if we were actually tried to maintain our once a week schedule. But you know what? Yeah, life happened. life happens. So as per usual, the iconic intro occurred. And a fun fact for y'all listening, if I don't delete this. Is that I did not take my commentary notes when I took my summary notes. So when I rewatched like the first, because the first half of the episode to take my commentary notes, I ordered dinner <laughs> during the intro. So the episode itself opens with Jasper pulling the hood off the collector. The collector turns and we discover it's Rufus. Jerome, who is watching, says that's impossible. As they all believed Rufus was dead, Jasper says he's not going to get away with it before getting in his car. Oh my God, it's Rufus. Who would have thought? <laughs> Exactly. Who would have thought? Did we actually know? I th- I don't remember. I think Ruf. I don't think we knew for sure, but I think Rufus was like the number one theory. It seemed like based on the comments of the episode before this, everyone thought it was about to be Rufus, but I don't know if like we knew that or not. I think they dropped like something that said it was Rufus, though. That's what it seemed like from the comments that they just like dropped. Oh, maybe there was a reveal or something that it was Rufus. Because why would you not? <laughs> a giant reveal it's a kid's show i feel like nick just like wasn't super on top of the story of house of anubis when they tried to do social media and stuff they're like here's a spoiler (laughs) what do you mean you guys haven't watched that episode yet at school sabuna's in the hallway elfie says eddie's laptop is virus to the max okay yes so this entire thing i know we vaguely touched on this in the end of the last episode alfie full on hacked eddie's computer via his bluetooth and not only can he apparently use that to delete photos he now just gave eddie a virus via bluetooth this is the funniest thing my boyfriend who uh we asked last week if he was a hacker which he has still not last week whatever the last episode recorded he's been roasting me about that since then but also he would like to point out because he's good with computers that you can't use Bluetooth to hack someone. He did say, however, if they were on the same Wi-Fi network, like if it's a school's computer network, that they probably would be able to hack someone's computer using the school's computer network. But he's really mad about the concept that Alfie like hacked into Eddie's computer and gave him a virus and um starts deleting pictures off his computer on Bluetooth. So we're just gonna pretend that it was because they're in the same computer network and not because either A Hospinus knows nothing about computers or b they just really didn't want to teach kids how to hack accurately which is fair thank you brian for that information <laughs> instead the they computer. probably instilled the fear that 
if you turn your Bluetooth on, you're going to get hacked, which is just not true. Blue- yeah, Bluetooth, I- I'm going to get hacked right now because I have my Bluetooth on so I can use my AirPods to record this podcast, actually. I have my Bluetooth on, but that's how my medical devices work. Um, anyways, fun fact. Don't get your medical devices hacked. Apparently that is like a really rare thing that happens. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen then. That would be horrible. That would be very bad. But Trisha says someone must have seen something in regards to the missing dollhouse. Fabian says it went missing in the middle of the night, so no one would have seen anything. Eddie, Joy, and Mara are talking about the ghost. Mara and Eddie think it's the ghost of the unknown ruler. Eddie points out how many hits the article will get. Joy has to see the seller picture again. Eddie's laptop freezes. He thinks the file is corrupted. He tells Joy it's okay. He has a backup on his USB. So Eddie referring to his USB as a stick is that this Canadian thing. It's weird. I didn't like it. It made me uncomfy. I said I've heard people call it like a USB stick before or like a thumb drive. Um, It's me. I'm people. I call it a USB stick. <laughs> okay, but a USB stick is a lot different than just stick. A stick? Like, yeah, I guess I like a stick drive. I don't know. Mate, it just, it was weird. And I think it's because I technically watched the first half of this episode twice where I was like, this is, I don't like it. Also, Joy was like being really rude to Mara here because at one point when like they're all leaving, she's like, now you know what it's like to be a real journalist, Mara. I'm like, Joy, shut up. Joy, I love you, but also shut up. Yeah. I just said Joy Eddie because Joy and Eddie were like having no personal space and for no reason. Oh, I didn't catch In that, scene, but I do like that pair. Like, when they were both looking at the computer, they were, like, pulling a major uh, nace from Nancy Drew where, like, they were both looking at the computer and they were having zero concept of personal space while they were looking at the computer. And those are my thoughts. Laura, this is not a Nancy Drew podcast. Bad news, bestie. No. There are, like, now, like, 65 Nancy Drew podcasts. And I would just like to say if you are one of the Nancy Drew podcasts that you should let me on. Anyway, um, also, brain cell to Eddie. Also. Yeah, I was very impressed that he had a backup. Sabuna would never. Sabuna actually would never. Sabuna has never had a USB stick in their life. Maybe that's because they've never had anyone call it a stick. (laughs) (laughs) Okie dokie, besties. So Sabuna starts talking about how the article is going to be a disaster and could convince amateur ghost hunters to stalk the basement. A.K.A. the cellar. It's us. We're the amateur ghost hunters. <laughs> it is me, Bruna. It's me. You guys, after watching one episode of The Other Siders, <laughs> on our way to find this ghost. Someone write the fic. Me and Emily ghost hunting at Anubis' house. <laughs> Y'all, I think we're broken tonight. I'm sorry. We, we haven't recorded in a couple weeks. It's broken. <laughs> Every time, like, we don't record for a couple weeks, we just miss each other and we go into, like, peak chaos mode. Yeah. No, but I quoted our table. Our table, it's broken. TikTok audio at work today. On truck, mind you, I'm probably the youngest person on truck. And all the old people looked at me like, I shouldn't call them old. I'm sorry, friends. But they all looked at me like, what are you on about? I was like, so- please just laugh at my humor. Nina suggests Fabian tries to persuade Joy not to post the article. Fabian clearly doesn't want to. Nina says that Patricia needs to apologize to Eddie, and it's a two-pronged attack. Nina tells Amber and Elfie to watch the lounge cam footage. Okay, I didn't include this in my notes, but, like, after Nina's, like, yo, Fabian, go talk to Joy. Yo, Patricia, go talk to Eddie. Amber's like, do you want me to spend time with Elfie? And it's it's just really funny because Amber's all, like, slob and, like, that. And Elfie's just kind of like, what the heck is happening right now? 
Um, he doesn't seem like mad about it though. He's like, no, he doesn't. He's just more like, hmm. oh, I, I mean, I guess. Like, okay, yeah. Um, Amber will make herself have a romance novel plot right now, and I respect her for that. She's the main character, and she knows it. I love her. I love her. Um, yeah, I just put this is so good because this is I love Amber. We all need that confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I just said LOL, LOL, like a bunch of LOLs about. Uh, it, Nita telling Fabian to flirt with Joy. There's no possible way this could go wrong, right? Oh, Nina. Vera and Victor are in his office. Victor has found the reflector in the doll's eye. Vera asks if he's made progress with the next reflector. Victor explains what he thinks it is, and Vera wonders if it's deceptively simple. Vera says she thinks she knows what the reflector is. Now, mind you, Victor is like straight up decoding the hieroglyphic and Vera's like what if it's just telling you like it is and <laughs> you know it's quality Amber is in Alfie and Jerome's room Alfie stole the footage from the living room camera he and Amber skim through it they find a clip of Jerome with the dollhouse dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. in Vera's room she points Victor to a stained glass window and says it's the sun Victor says he can see the falcon in the glass Vera tells Victor they make a perfect team. I genuinely thought they were going to kiss in the scene, and I hated every second of it. They got real close. Yeah, I just said, Vera, no. But but Laura, she said they make a good team. Oh my god, I'm so mad about it. <laughs> Don't remind me. That's why I said Vera, no. I'm big mad about it. <laughs> That's your thing. You're not shipping them? It is my thing, and I think Victor and Vera are ruining my make a good team thing, and frankly, I hate it here. What do you mean you don't shut Victor and Vera? Aren't they not everyone's own two people? Mm. <laughs> they did pull the I make a, we make a good team thing, which I usually ship things for, but I'm big mad that they tried to pull it. I also kind of want to go back to season one and see if you can actually see the Falcon in this um, sunglass not sunglass stained glass window with the sun mm-hmm. that would be cool probably not that's too much faith in the, <laughs> the yeah, that is team but you never know at the shed we see that jasper and jerome have been following rufus jasper asks jerome who rufus is jerome tells him to stay hidden and that jasper doesn't know what rufus is capable of um rufus are not rufus jasper when he's like i've never seen about the antique circuit before like sir did you really think that this was an actual like collector of rare antiquities yes i've seen i don't know that circuit before Duh. uh Spur is a comedian man i'm telling you patricia is complaining about having to say sorry nina tells her it's called being in a relationship and tells her to go just <laughs> hilarious nina actually i think what she said is it's called a relationship and it's like Bestie. Hot meat kettle. <laughs> my ear, my microphone keeps falling out of my ear, so. Nina tells Fabian to go talk to Joy and be nice. She tells him that he needs to convince her the article is a mistake. Fabian asks what the limit is and if he maybe he has to ask her out. Nina just wishes him luck. Nina's like, this is like so awkward. They're both being really awkward in the scene. And Fabian's like, well, what if, she, what, if, what if I have to, like, ask her out to get her to drop the article? And then he's like, what? <laughs> not even ask her out. She's like, what if I need not, what if I need to ask her out to eat? Like, specifically yeah, ask her, out to, her eat? out to eat. In case, you know, that's specifically what's going to get Joy to not, like, publish the article if they go on a dinner date. 
and he's really like stuck in his head he's like but here's all the things that could happen i just just love that man he's chaos yeah um they're also just both such awkward little beans so so true Patricia's knocking on Eddie's door. Eddie opens the door. Patricia tells him to shut up for a second. She tries to apologize, but can't get the words out. She tells him he's a doofus. She says she's not sorry because she didn't do anything. She tells Eddie she would keep anything a secret of his. She admits she was mad at him, but would never do that. She goes to leave and tells him that the fact, the fact that he thinks she would do that on purpose really makes him a doofus. First, is it Patricia LMIO because it was really funny to me that she was trying to apologize, but like literally physically couldn't. And then I was just like, you're doofus. And I said, at the end of the scene, you see Eddie smile. And I'm like, he's happy. She's like kind of being mean to him again. So true. I I didn't have a lot of notes on the scene, but please know I was dying on the inside in a good They're way. They're very cute. Yeah. These are my friends, your honor. Enjoy's room, Joy. That's why she wanted to fill the story. Fabian says he thinks it's a hoax. Joy reminds him that she's seen stuff and she's been shut out by the Scooby gang. She reminds him of everything she went through and about how she was shut away from everyone. And she thinks it's a little weird that that's the time he finally decided to go and get a girlfriend. And like, frankly, y'all, my notes do not do this scene justice. There is no way I could ever do the scene justice in a recap. Yeah. Like, honestly, just go rewatch this scene and then like listen to our commentary. Yeah. Um. I just said Joy, like, sad face at first, because I just feel really bad for her. She has been through a lot, and I feel like no one does acknowledge that she went through a lot and got kidnapped Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. Like, they kind of just, like, are trying to pretend that, like, it never happened. And then I just said go off, because, honestly, she was kind of telling Mm -hmm. Fabian off, and good for her. Honestly. I feel like we need to get Brad back, and, like, can you just talk about this scene? Thanks, Brad. Yeah. (laughs) He brought it up in the, like, our first... Thing, which is why yeah. I'm kind of excited to get to this one and I'm kind of like mad like my notes genuinely do not do this scene justice Joe reminds him that they have proof he says it's just a blurry photo he tells her once again it's a hoax Fabian says what if she's being taken advantage of Joe asks him why he cares and he tells her well he does care <clears throat> Joe tells Fabian she'll drop the article on one condition she tells him the one condition is that he has to kiss her Joy leans in to kiss him and it fades to black um, I just said girl no because Joy, I feel like deserves a guy that like likes her back and I feel like I just feel bad for her because I feel like she really likes Baby and he doesn't like her back and she's like just like likes him so much she wants him to kiss her and mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter like that she's just like trying to get him to kiss her to, to get basically do what she knows he wants her to do and I'm just like girl no like Go find yourself a guy that's actually into you. She will soon. We have like an entire season to go before that, but go off. We get the best case on House Manuva, so it's fine. That's what she deserves. So true. Yeah, but also just in general, man, these Anubis girls are feeling very confident in this episode. Amber just straight up being like, I'll spend more time with Alfie in front of Alfie and (laughs) than this, like these girls know what they want. They're getting. They're asking for it. But yeah, I'm uh, sad that Joy even felt like she needed to, to ask Fabian that. It's just, oh, it's an emotional scene, and it's about to get even more emotional in part two. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Welcome back. We're literally recording twenty days later from the first half. So <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Oh, no. We just do, we're doing our best, guys.
I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know where I am. Anyways, let's like just get right back into it. Um, as we left off, Joy was leaning in to kiss Fabian and the episode faded to black. Fabian pulls away and tells Joy he can't. He tells her he just can't. He asks if she, she asks if he's still not over Nina. He says he's not over Nina. Nina is listening from outside. Fabian tells Joy Nina may never want to get back together. Joy says she'll drop the article. She tells him that he really needs to do this, so she will. Okay, I don't know how Nina heard anything from outside. So, shout out to Laura. Laura and I were texting each other at 2 a.m. because we were both awake. Well, 2 a.m. my time, so 3 a.m. their time. Like, yeah, we were both awake, and I was trying to take podcast notes because what else would I do in the middle of the night? I could not hear Joy. Like, I had my volume all the way up on my tablet. I had subtitles on. I could not hear her at all. So, like, I don't know how Nina heard her through the door. Nina is super hearing. She's super sleuth. Also, at one it's point. chosen one powers. So true, Bestie. Um, also, Nina does, like, this little happy dance. I think it's, is it after George says she'll drop the article or when yeah. Fabian's like, I want to get back together with her. But it's, like, it's, it's something. I remember, um, <clears throat> as soon as that happened, when the episode aired, I was like, I have to be the first one to gift this. And I, like, immediately made a gift out of it. And it was really bad. But I think I put, like, fangirling on it or something. So <laughs> I remember this. Oh, my God, reactions. Yeah, I was like, I need to be the first one to make this reaction gift, and of course, like everyone else did it too. As a reaction gift. In the kitchen, Patricia and Eddie are talking. Patricia asks him if he was trying to make her jealous. Fabian is leaving. He asks Joy if she's okay. She tells him, "Of course, because she's Joy." This part breaks my heart every time. It's so sad. Me too. She's crying and forcing a smile, and she's like, "I'm Joy." Oh, just a bunch of sad, sad, sad face emojis. Fabian goes into Nina's room and he says he did it and Joy won't publish the article. <laughs> Nina's bad lying. Honestly, because I watched this episode when we record the first time, I don't remember what Nina was doing. I think she was pretending she wasn't being creepy and spying on the door. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what she was doing. Nina's a bad liar. Yes. Patricia tells Eddie she doesn't get why he's so excited about the article. Patricia tells him not to write the article jo- the way Joy wants it. She tells him he needs the article to be taken seriously. Um, besties... I didn't realize it until, well, I did at 2 a.m. when I started taking episode notes because I fell asleep while taking episode notes. But I have a conspiracy theory that there was a cut petty kiss in this episode. Oh, my God, and, do tell. Um, well, it's just like, it's the way it's cut because, like, the way the scenes are cut together with the Fabian and Nina Joy thing and then the Eddie Fisher thing. But also, that boy's lips are a really weird color in one of this, like, I think it was this part of the like the Patricia Nettie scenes, and I'm like, for why? Why are they a weird color? Mm. Like they don't look. They look like he was kissing someone who had lipstick on. Is the only mm. way I can explain it. So thank I you for coming theory. to my TED talk. If you're right, though, I'm gonna be very sad that we lost out on a petty kiss. That's like, why would why would they take that out? I I wish I wish I had more like to back it up. Other than I just think this. I'll have to watch the scene again. Now I'm curious. I think it's this part. I know it's this episode. Jerome enters his room and sees Alfie and Amber waiting for him. They tell him they have something to talk to him about. Alfie shows him a picture of him with the dollhouse. Alfie asks if it's as bad as it looks, and Jerome says it's much worse. I just wrote, not an intervention by Amber and Alfie, lol. It was just, like, making me very entertained. That Amber I would, and Alfie love, were I would love to be intervened by Amber and Alfie. <laughs> intervention <laughs> for me about why I don't edit the podcast. Please. <laughs> me every day for the next week just sending you gifts like angry Amber, of Amber and Alfie. <laughs> Patricia is sitting in the living room when Fa- Nina and Fabian come in. She says she has good news and bad news. 
The good news is that she and Eddie made up. The bad news is that Eddie's still going to write the article. Mean tells Patricia they got Joy to drop the article. I just found it so funny that the good news of Patricia gives them is that her and Eddie are dating again. Like, I mean, same. It is the good news. I felt that. <laughs> She's like, well, besties, the mystery, um, can't really do anything about that. But me and Eddie are back together. Like, I, I would probably be the same way, so, like, is she wrong? <laughs> no. Amber and Elsie come in with Jerome. He says he took the dollhouse for Jasper. Fabine says he knew it. Jerome defends Jasper and says the same person who wanted the dollhouse and his blackmailing Jasper kidnapped Trudy. He tells them Vera is working for Rufus, who they are shocked to find out is still alive. Jerome tells them that Fabian was being threatened, which is why Jasper did what he had to do. A lot to unpack. That was pretty good for me making up most of that sentence. Yeah, good job, Emily. Yeah. Woohoo! Go improv! Good job. Oh, I just, I was really enjoying the Jerome Amber Alfie dynamic in this scene. That is a good dynamic that we don't really get a lot of. Sabuna plus Jerome tells Victor about Vera working for Rufus. Victor reminds him that Rufus is dead. Victor proceeds to defend Vera. Vera enters the office and Victor dismisses the kids. I just, like, at first I think it's great because, like, it took us almost two whole seasons for them to be like, oh, we're in trouble. Maybe we should tell an adult. And then they tell an adult and it's, like, the most unhelpful adult in the world. (laughs) But on the same hand, like, if they had told, like, Mr. Sweet, would Mr. Sweet have, like, I don't think Mr. Sweet would have reacted the same way, but I also don't think Mr. Sweet would have done anything. That's true. Like, he's the only other person I could think of them telling that could actually help, but I don't know how he could have helped. Mm -hmm. It's almost like they needed to, like, go to Jasper and be like, we know what's going on. We all know. We need yeah. you to, like, go to uh-huh. someone else. I don't know. It's just good for them, but also, damn, that sucks. Uh, Vera stays behind and asks Victor what's going on. At school, Joy tells Mara and Eddie she won't run the story. Mara reminds her to think of the eyeball. And then Joy reminds her that she wouldn't be able to put Mara's name on it anyways. Eddie says, well, that marks his end of his making an effort phase. And to what? To that I have to say, mood, Eddie, mood. <laughs> It's such an iconic Eddie line. He said it, and I was like, ah, yes, this part. <laughs> Back in at the house, Vera's in Victor's office. She brings him tea and a snack. He tells her he isn't hungry, but she tries to feed him anyways. She asks him if he's had any progress on the bee reflector test. Um, Patricia and Amber are sitting outside the door listening in. Vera asks Victor if he knew Sarah well. He tells her they grew apart, and then she died. Victor also tells Vera he has three of the reflectors. <laughs> what a great way to put that. <laughs> Like, we were close, then we grew apart, then she died. And I'm like, what? There's a lot of things happening in this sentence. Because that's literally how it went. And he's like, we were it friends. Is. No, she's I dead. Wrote, Victor and Sarah were in love. Does Siri play My Tears Ricochet? It's true. She's so right, Your Honor. Did someone make an edit to that? I'm trying to remember. No, I don't think they did. Or did like, I feel like Tess did, maybe? I don't think anyone ever did. We just no, keep saying your Sarah songs. Maybe not. The Sarah, someone made a really good Victor Sarah edit, though. I think Tess made a really good Victor Sarah. It wasn't my three different Okay. Two different songs. It's time for our weekly tangent. What kind of nonsense will it be today? It's the tangent of the week. I don't know what happens when the house would do his fandom anymore. All I I'm so to- disconnected now. Um, shout out to Max, though, who DM'd me on Twitter this week and was like, oh, I'm going to dedicate an edit to you and ma- like made a Mikara edit on Instagram. Oh. And even though I have not been active on my Instagram for House of Anubis in like six months, he was still like, here's this edit. And I was like, oh my god, thank you. Besties, I don't really do not like, I don't know, I'll get like, I reread Percy Jackson at the beginning of the year. And now I'm back into my Legends of Tomorrow bullshit, and I don't know what's happening anywhere in any of the fandoms I'm in. 
outside um, of that. I haven't had time to be a fangirl recently, which is sad, but you know. <laughs> Do you guys want to know what bullshit happened on Nancy Drew? Yes, please tell me about your Nancy Drew bullshit. He's just like in a old parallel dimension or some shit right now. Okay. Um. So he texted Nancy, mind you, he texted Nancy while he was in her house, so I don't know why he did this over text, but he was like, yo, let's meet up and talk in private. Ooh. And then she was like, okay. And then she rolled up and he got like Yuna into a parallel dimension. So now she can't oh, see man. him. And now he's basically like a ghost, but he's not dead. Every time you describe this show, I'm like, I really need to watch it. I know I would like it. And I, I just haven't gotten around to it. It has House of Anubis energy. It does have House of Anubis energy. Besties, in my silly little CW show, my boy Nate Haywood is moving into the totem to be with his girl. I, I love have... that for them. Dude, fun fact of the day, and thank you for Meg to Megan specifically for reminding me of this, but Berkeley Duffield really played a young Nick Sano, and I really do not at all question my taste in men. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second actor I've kind of sat, like, older actor I've stand that he's played the young version of, so, like, what does that mean? This does Emily mean continues sense. to win. Didn't I? Did, oh no! Did I tweet that on the podcast account? Is this how I? This is how I, I win. I think you tweeted it. I don't know. I tweeted something about how, like, something about Nancy Drew and then Legends of Tomorrow. You did tweet something about how we can both win. My Tis the damn season. Here's how Laura and I both win. Berkeley is on Nancy Drew and Legends of Tomorrow. Thank you. That is what I tweeted. I would love if Berkeley made an appearance. They film in Canada. It'd be really easy for him to roll up. Legends of Tomorrow and Supernatural share a set, so I don't know why he has not been on Legends of Tomorrow. We all know Canada only has five actors. He's one of them. Me over. I'm surprised that we have got no Degrassi actors. Oh wait, no, we did get a Degrassi actor. Never mind. I've gotten Degrassi actors on Heartlands. So do not tell me you have not gotten a Degrassi actor. There's no, no we definitely did. Ace's brother was definitely on Degrassi. Also, before anyway. I forget, anyway, <laughs> before I forget, hold on, hold on. Final <laughs> tangent. Before I forget, please watch one of Berkeley's Christmas movies, Paper Angels, or what's the other one called? He's uh, in two Under Christmas the Mistletoe. Movies? Let's go. Watch one of them. Thank you. Good night. Oh my god, I will. I didn't know he was in Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, the job uh, Under the Mistletoe is one from when he's a baby. A baby. Aww. Paper Angels is the more recent of the two, and by that I mean it's from like 2010. Okay, I'll take it. <clears throat> 2014, sorry. Oh yeah, I would definitely watch that. So that's post House Anubis. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm in. We see Sabu in his living room. Vera is listening in on their conversation. Amber says she doesn't know who they can trust. Amber is like, there's a line here where she's like, I was sensing a lot of romantic tension and she's like really grossed out by it with Victor and Vera. And I'm like, damn girl, we, we here at this podcast felt that. <laughs> also, I think that was a gift too. I remember that shot of Amber being a gift and I think it must've been the romantic tension line. Oh, definitely. Because I feel like we would just use it for every time, like, any of our ships, like, had content. Like, Joy and Jerome breathe the same air. <laughs> well, I'm sensing a lot of romantic tension. <laughs> I mean, we were right. <laughs> I can't. I have to go on, a, like, a second tangent. But there's literally an entire scene that's like, I'm just really invested in their love story. And I'm like, wow. What a mood, bestie. Um, I just wrote that Amber saying, can we recap on who I can trust as a mood? Because I feel like I need a quick recap on who we like and don't like on this show. Same. Um, on a on a last note, I really like Patricia's shirt. It's very 2010, but like I like the vibe. Uh-huh. My inner wannabe emo girl was loving it. Um, we see Trudy being kept in a shed, and Rufus comes in with the dollhouse. He asks Trudy if she recognizes it. She says it was junk, and she threw it out. Rufus says she was going. Rufus says she was wrong. 
He also says soon Trudy will no longer be needed. I, it just feels like Trudy has been locked in this shed forever, but I know it's just because we've been like, taking so long to record episodes recently, so I'm like, damn, she's been in there for months. But... I felt the same way, though. I was like, wow. It does feel like she's been in there for a long time. I just it's only been a few days, probably. <laughs> leave Trudy alone. Hello, it's your favorite person, editing Emily here. So, we did not pick a ship or a brain cell for this episode. Um, so I'm doing it here in post with consultations for my lovely co-host. You just don't get to hear their voices. So for our ship of the week, we're going with Javian because, you know, it was a good episode for them, even though like, you know, they didn't kiss, but top tier content. And then for brain cell of the week, we're going to give it to my boy, Eddie Miller, for backing up his files. And you know who definitely does not get the brain cell this week? Us. And by us, I mean, you, you know what? I'm going to stop rambling. All right, getting into it. So Laura's computer kind of freaked out on us. So what you're going to hear next, aka our game, was recorded over a different program than what we normally record over. So there is some like chatter, background noise I couldn't edit out. Um, We talk over each other. It's a little chaotic, a lot of fun. Uh, Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello, we're back. We're doing the game over Anchor instead of our normal like recording platform. Whatever. Thank you for listening, people. I love Um, Anchor. So we're going to do the shuffle game, but we're going to do like it with our Spotify wrapped, aka in my case, I'm an Apple Music List user. So basically we're just going to, I'm going to, we are going to do the same number song. I got to clarify that. Um, We're going to shuffle three to five times, technology permitting, and I'm going to hit the, well, I'm going to do a random number generator, one through a hundred, five times, three to five times, I should say five, three to five. We're going to give you the song that's in our rap or like our like wrap up for the music for the year. And we'll tell you what song that like what ship character, what thing of HOA reminds us of. So um, starting with song number 24, who wants to go first? My number 24 is Bright from Julie and the Phantoms. <laughs> I love that for you. R.I.P. Julie and the Phantoms. I'm still sad. Uh, but I think this is like an overall Sabuna song. Like and rise through the night, you and I shine together yeah. bright forever. So um, my Friendship. number twenty four, my number twenty four was healing by Fletcher. Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Joy. Like, get that girl some therapy for her trauma. Thank you <laughs> for coming to my TED talk. Um, my number twenty four was Fearless Taylor's version, like the song Fearless. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> did we rank that album? No, we did not. Oh, how did we not do that yet? Did we? Maybe I don't just know. The I feel track. like I don't any like of the did. couples, just like when they're being cute and not when they're being annoying. Yeah, especially because it's like it's a very like first relationship song. Yeah, to me. like so any of them, they're all in like their high school relationships. It could really work for any of them. Good news for Laura, who has to count her songs. The next one is number nine. So my number nine is, is Happiness by Taylor Swift. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brenda, maybe, are like, you good? Any, uh, oh, no, I'm not good. <laughs> if you're wondering. Uh, who has, like, the saddest breakup? Um, like, maybe, like, I don't know, Joy Fabian energy in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, there'll be happiness after you, but there was happiness because of you. Mm-hmm. And, like... You know, there's all those lines about, like, when he meets the next girl and stuff like that. So. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. So, my number nine is All Too Well, Sad Girl Autumn version. Um, <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know how it's in my top ten. If you actually look at my top ten, the answer is no, I'm not okay. <laughs> but, 
Uh, oh man, <laughs> this is hard. It's really like, this one is hard. I'm sorry. Like, like the all too well like original version, like or even just Taylor's version. Fine, I can do that. But the Tom Bennett version, I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't really like. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's a uh, pacing. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. that. Bro. In age, maybe it would have been fine. And that made me want to. Stop. Okay, you guys can all roast me now. It's fine. <laughs> okay, wrong. you're not wrong. Where my brain went. Um, oh, my no. number nine is you signed up for this by Maisie Peters. Um, it's not like a ship song. I'm trying to think. Like, I feel like almost kind of like Joy or Mara. Like somebody where they're being straight up chaotic. I love that Joy and Mara. They're pretty chaotic. <laughs> That's what I think. Just because she's like, I'm sorry to make it about myself again, but you signed up for this. Um. Okay. The next number is 19. Um. Yeah. Um. I'm. I don't really want to unpack my number 19 either. Your um, folks, but we're gonna do it. Mine is "Lady Like" by Ingrid Andrus, which is like a girl power song. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a lady. Like whoa. <laughs> uh. I mean. I mean. Honestly, I think it would be. I always, whenever we do these, I think of, like, edits in my head, and I could see, like, a really fun edit, just, like, all of the Anubis girls oh, to this. Oh, that'd be fun. hmm Yeah. So, just the ladies in general. Yeah, just, this is just, like, an ode to the badass ladies. So, um, my number 19 song was Somebody I Fucked Once by Golita. Oh, we're is, 19? Um, yes, 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not counting, Laura. No. Um, so, uh, it, it, it's a, it's a gay song, for one thing. You know what? For funsies, I'm gonna go with Joy and Mara. Oh, oh, what a fun pair! I ship it. I ship it. And what's your 19, Laura? It's Paper Rings by Taylor Swift. Oh, I don't know if I like any House of Anubis couple enough to give them Paper Rings. Valid. That's valid. Um, I don't know. Are any House of Anubis couples that soft? Are any of them like friends to lovers? Well, we know this one is friends to lovers, and I ain't giving them um, Paper Rings. If for some reason, maybe and got married. Maybe. You know, true. I'm glad Lori and I were struggling with this one. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, they have to be, like, really in love for paper rings and they're all children. Yeah, all the Anubis characters are too much, like, they're in high school for me to, like, consider the concept. I mean, like, Petty, but I don't think Petty has paper rings vibes. No, they're no, not happy I would agree with that. Rings. <laughs> but they're also not angsty enough. Hmm. Well, all right, listeners, if you have a ship for paper rings, let us know. So for the fourth and final song from our rap, whatever the heck we're doing, it's number 27. Luckily, I know what number 24 is, so that's easy. <laughs> oh, guys, mine is Boys by Ingrid Andrus, which I already made an edit to with all of the House of Anubis boys. So easy. <laughs> Go check it out. It's really good. Like, not to brag, but... <laughs> I love that for you. Um, so my number 27 is Tell Your Mom by Georgia Webster, and you know what the song makes me think of it, and it made me think of it the first time I heard it, Patty, after their breakup, because the entire song is basically like, we broke up, tell your mom to stop calling me, because like, it reminds me of like, how much I miss you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's a, it's a, it's that a, does feel like a Patty song. It is. All right, Laura. Mine is Take us out. Roses by the band Camino, which again, isn't a shift song, but it could be really cool for like, just like the whole like an edit for like all of them okay. but look, it's kind of a song about like it's literally like stop and smell the roses it says stop and smell the effing roses 
Well, I like how you're like censoring yourself, and I, 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 I forget. Like, if I ever, I curse all the time on this podcast, but like only when I'm talking and not thinking about me cursing on the podcast because I do not. <clears throat> we're gonna be explicit rating again. Especially <laughs> because Emily got the song, that one song for this game. Um. Anyways, guys, I think that wraps up our episode. You're gonna get to hear Emily editing Emily with all of with our um social media spiel in a few seconds. Hi, guys. You can follow us on our socials. We are Anubis Backwards Podcast. Pod on Tumblr, we are Anubis Podcast on Twitter, Anubis Backwards Pod on Instagram, Anubis Backwards Pod on TikTok. Uh, you can send in voice memos to anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. You can also support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Anubis Backwards. Um, I want to wish you guys a very happy holiday and hoping you guys have a very safe and great 2022. Thank you for bearing with us as the end of 2021 has been rough. Um, here's to hoping the new year's better and a little easier for us. We're doing our best. We love you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Sabuna. Sabuna. So much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there anyone there?